26,000. And this is Death Becomes She Her. We're here to gatelight, girl keep, and gas boss your grandfather to the the grave. grave. So hold on to your last will and testicles. Because we're going to show you one cool trick to look 10 years older. Dermatologists hate us. Because we're bitches. Now a warning. Now a warning? What you are about to hear are the opinions of two irrelevant, yet gorgeous, former TV stars. Some of the opinions they express may not align with every life experience you've ever had. And that's okay. Please strap yourself in, take the stick out of your ass, and remember that this is all in good fun. (laughs) Hi, Eve 6000. Hi, Boa. How are you? I am so... So good. I'm so, so, so excited to be a drag race girl with you. We're having so much fun and making so much money. Oh my God, I couldn't hear you over my yacht. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. It's been gorgeous. It's just been so crazy. I turned into a dolphin. We're on episode two? Episode two, and we have come so far. So far. I'm so proud of us, and I'm so excited to share this with you. Yeah, so much come. And honestly, Mama, that's (laughs) not pee. That is squirt. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let everyone in uh, our viewer, viewers audience, everyone in the the viewership county that Mm -hmm. we have currently right now, I'm going to leave that all for you to do what you will with. Well, something you may not know about trans girls is we don't sweat, we squirt. (laughs) So. (laughs) You heard it here from... (laughs) The horse's mouth. Yeah, well, I am taking horse pills right now. Oh, no, whore pills. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. So, uh, we are recapping episode two of Canada's Drag Race season one for our new series, Resurrection. Wait, wait, what is that? <laughs> what is this? Okay, it's Death Becomes She, Her, uh-huh. Resurrections. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like resurrections, like we're re- resurrecting something, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, we're we're yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So it's like resurrections, but with Rue. Yeah. So it's resurrections. Yeah, resurrections. <laughs> yeah. So we're resurrecting the episode. Yes. Exactly. So uh, the episode's starting, and we are we're just learning that Juice left, obviously, because we just saw her lip sync yes. and then go home. Hmm. Uh, what did you feel about this, like, in this moment? Okay, so I am going to spill the tea, mama Uh-oh. boots, and Uh-oh. I say one thing about tea, and that is just hot juice. Tea All is right. just hot juice. Now, the hot juice about this is me and Pri were like, holy fuck. We were, like, backstage looking at each other, like, big eyes, like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. This crazy bitch. I was like, because I was like, there's no fucking way I am not lip syncing, bitch. Like, I look so... Even, they gagged over me. They, mm-hmm. like, ate my poo-poo out of my butthole, and I was still like... Oh, and then they eat the They poo-poo. eat the poo-poo! <laughs> I was like, they are setting my ass home tonight. Like, every fucking episode, I was saying that and untucked. But, so yeah, so me and Pri were like, you know what? Like, Jesus is kind of a, a little bit of a stick in the mud sometimes. So maybe this is the slice of humble pie she needs. And I kind of feel bad about it because now me and Juice are, are, are tight and I love yeah. Juice. But you know what? Like, well, that's just how you felt in the moment. It's yeah. okay to be honest about your feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I gotta stop apologizing for my feelings. Yeah. You know what, Juice? You are a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyways, yeah, so we're like... We love Juice yeah. Box. But you know what, though? Like like we said earlier in the last episode, like that bitch has done so much with like with her on the show. Like, yes. seriously. If she really has. If there's anyone to like be proud of, it's that bitch. Uh-huh, yeah. 
So that just uh, secures my spot in the So Lemon box today. practices for the acting challenge and pretends to cry over juice. <laughs> oh yeah, she did a great job. Oh no, that was so sad. My best day it's that just I just so met. Sad. Um and I know that uh Oh, also, they were, we were sitting on the couch, and I said to Kine, I was like, you know, some of the other girls were saying that your <laughs> outfit didn't fit you properly. And I just want everyone to know, if you ever hear me say some of the girls in a, in a past episode or anything, that's just me being a little bit of a bitch and trying to speak <laughs> up. And just, just saying some of the girls. But really, I'm just saying for myself. So, yeah, I just wanted to start some shit there. And if you also look close, one of my titties are fully out. Yeah, um, which is perfect for you. Exactly. Kine says... She thought she was going to win. And everyone just openly laughs at her. Yeah, she's cuckoo. <laughs> yeah, she's what we like to call cuckoo bananas. <laughs> she's funny. I name? love Kine. I like, there's a special place in my heart for Kine. She has a, she has a similar personality to me. Oh, yeah. Same so, humor. Like... Yeah. So, and, and like, I could, when she, when she, well, we'll get to it. But I, I definitely identify with her sense of humor and, you know, her, like, bitchiness. I, oh, yeah. I love that about her. Of I course. think she's so great. Um... And Boa brings up... Oh, yeah, you, you you mentioned that. How yeah. you brought up Kine's outfit not fitting properly. Yeah, some of the girls thought that. Yeah, some of the girls. Yeah, some of the girls. Was she pissed when you said that? Probably. Did I care? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so now we're at the New Day in the Workroom. Yes, New and... Day in the Workroom. Lemon talks about how she's, like, one certain things or whatever and Starzy says that she's won more titles yeah and she's Miss Black Continental at large and then Kiara calls her Miss Safe at large that was funny which is great ha ha Kiara you got a good one there <laughs> so some of the girls like the shit that they were wearing some, some of the girls <laughs> the shit that they were wearing in the workroom I was like when the fuck would you wear that shit bitch like I remember cause we would all see each other in the hotel we would mm-hmm. share like vans uh in the morning to go to the studio and I would just like see them in the lobby and be like what the fuck I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt and this bitch is fucking ready to go to the Lady Gaga concert she is ready to go to the monster ball mm-hmm. yeah for me it was the same kind of thing like I put zero attention into what I was gonna be wearing in the workroom and then every day Kendall was having a fucking fashion show in like you know she couldn't wear Ivy Park but she would wear the closest thing, too. That's so funny. And everything was, like, a beige, like, tracksuit. Oh, nice. And then, oh, Kendall won for the out-of-drag uh, looks. Unfortunately, it wasn't Canada's out-of-drag race. But. <laughs> so, Brooke comes in, and she uh, announces the mini-challenge. It is a ballerina-inspired nutsmacker challenge. And, um... When you go on Drag Race, you're given a package of things to, like, prepare for. So what I tried to do is, because I knew I didn't have as many resources and as much money as the other girls, I wanted to kind of create a gimmick for everything I brought, just to kind of give it a little a little extra something. Yeah. So I created a character that was inspired by Dot from Mad TV, played by Stephanie Weir. I don't know how I remember that name, but I do. Uh, she was, like, a little girl, and it was really funny. So I was, like, a little ballerina, and I was, like, yeah... That's me. And I won. I won $1,000 worth of wigs. And you are great. And you have made great use of that prize. Yeah, I still, I, I can proudly say I now own $1,000 worth of wigs. <laughs> Thank you, Wigs and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> um, all the girls had a lot of fun with this challenge. Starzy was hilarious. Starzy was so good. Yeah. 
So you and Starzy both won that. Of course. Which was awesome. And then you guys had to pick your teams for the Heritage Moments Challenge. The Muffragettes versus I Smell Burnt Tux. Also, I wanted to mention before, because the, uh, the pickery was still there at the time, and mm-hmm. I wanted to say, I struggle with bunions, um, something I've dealt with a lot of my life, mm-hmm. and when I went away for drag race, I said I was having bunion surgery. Just so you guys know, I didn't have bunion surgery, so you can but still, you still need on it. my six toes. <laughs> um, but one of the pick crew members had bunions, and I, oh. I, cl- I clocked them on it, and they got really embarrassed. Oh. But I clocked them in person. I was like, oh, you have bunions? He was like, oh, yeah. They. I don't want to... Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> right. It could have been one of the male or female uh, pick crew members. Exactly. Um... Yeah, so so we're doing the thing, and then um, I did the worm also. I did the worm at one point of the mini challenge, and I fully thought I sharded my pants because the worm was an intense. And then you checked, thing. and you did. No, I, yeah, no, I it wasn't a shard. It was a full turd, bitch. <laughs> no, because it's like also like my stomach was kind of acting up because when you're on Drag Race, you are drinking a lot of Red Bull, a lot of Girl, water, yeah. and you're not eating as much as you should be. It's... I was feeling so sick a lot of those mornings, uh-huh. like coming in, and then they would. Sometimes they would have, like, a McDonald's breakfast for us. Like, they would bring in a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I couldn't even eat it. And you know I fucking love those things. Oh, bitch. Like, I would eat a McDonald's breakfast sandwich, like, any time of the day. Wolf my, down, literally, bitch. my name is Bitch on Arrival McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I, literally, yes. But I just could not eat yeah. them some days. Like, I would take a bite, and I'm like, this is making me sick. Like, and so I can't you're, eat yeah, anymore. And so you're pissing out of your ass the entire time, too, because right. you're eating food. You're just drinking mm-hmm. Red Bulls and shit. So I thought I made a little squirty squirt out for Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and, uh... I didn't, thank God. But I did win the thousand. And then Brooklyn like licked it up for you just to make sure it was it was all good. Yeah. I don't think she did that, but yeah, okay. If that if that if that works <laughs> in your fantasy, then you were to So Alona was the last picked. Why did you not pick Alona? I picked a I did I picked Alona because you I didn't just pick knew Alona. shit. I knew I picked I <laughs> So I didn't pick Alana. <laughs> I am, like, the worst. Like, they made me look so shitty. I'm like, what's your name, girl? Because I'm so bad with names. It's like, I literally... Yeah. Birthdays, names, fucking nothing. I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I said I said a name earlier. Stephanie Weir. I don't know how I remember that name. Yeah. Alona. But you couldn't remember her name? No. Oh, so that's why you didn't pick her? Yeah. Okay, so then you were basically just waiting for her to be the last picked to get her on the I team. I don't fucking know. Because you couldn't remember how to pronounce her name and you didn't want to offend anybody. Probably, yeah. That was probably it, to be honest. That sounds like me. Okay, well, that's a good excuse. <laughs> but I'm not afraid to say that I wanted other people on my team. Yeah. At the time. Who was your, like, biggest priority that you wanted on your team? Priyanka, because she works in television. Yeah. Well, you got Priyanka, you got Jimbo. Yeah, I wanted Jimbo. And Kine was also a yeah, great Yeah, but the thing with Jimbo is, like, is like Jimbo was, that was, I was only week two in knowing Jimbo, so. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Um, so. But you knew she was, like, a really out there character, you yeah, know. Yeah, a fucking freak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Kine, because me and Kine kind of made up, and I was, I grabbed Kine, because I, like, I don't like having conflict with people, so yeah. I wanted to resolve that instantly. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. I like to be close with people, I'm, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm like, right. we just like your fucking cock, and get over it, please. <laughs> so I sucked your fucking cock, and we just did it. Um, and so it was me, Scarlet, oh yeah, Scarlet was looking at me, like, pick me, pick me, like, fuck, fine, bitch. So I picked her ass. Oh, if Scarlet was the last pick, she would have lost her mind. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they really should have tortured her a lot more on that yeah. show. <laughs> oh no. The amazing oh, no, t- no. no. The amazing TV that would have come out from a tortured Scarlet Bobo on Canada's Drag Race. We'll wait for All Stars, baby. <laughs> I think she got the right amount of torture. Like Right. Yeah. Yeah. That poor girl. Mm-hmm. Um 
and then Alona and, and all of, I remember like I remember sitting there getting the scripts and looking at it and the words were just mashing together and we're on like hour eight or some shit of filming because it's like the days are long and you're up early and you film late so it's like you're stressed you're underslept you're not eating properly it's like my fucking brain was all over the place mm-hmm. so I just I couldn't really focus and then kind kind of took over which thank god because like I was, like, I was not doing a good job, and I was just, like, freaking out, and Kine really, like, helped us organize and everything, and she was really great, and uh, I'm just glad it worked out for her, because it really secured her spot in the top this week. <laughs> right, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Ilona and Scarlett are kind of instant besties. They immediately connect with each other. Was this as annoying in the room as it looks on camera? <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, I want to say, okay, I had trouble organizing myself and and in a sense of we had to paint and and rehearse at the same time and i thought it'd be a good idea to put scarlet and alona between me and the rest of the crew see now that was a very very bad idea i should have put them in a corner because i couldn't i couldn't practice because they were just between me the entire time so it was actually a fucking shit ton more annoying than you would expect right (laughs) yeah so that's good um, my favorite was trying to get, uh, Tainomi to say tongue popitis. <laughs> Contouria. Contouria. Yeah, and, and Tainomi was, like, not understanding how tongue popitis was pronounced, um, which was great. So you kept calling Ilona Alana, and it's revealed that you had previously asked her how to pronounce her name, but you just didn't we went follow over through with we that. We went over that. <laughs> And I have it right here. I'm so in my own world. I kept forgetting Alona's name. No, I know, but I just want I want to question you because in the in the episode they showed that you asked Alona how to pronounce her name. And so you knew. Yeah, but, but I, yeah, but you, knowing me, it's in one ear out the other. Right. You know that cuz there's no brain in the middle. <laughs> just a big fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, it's like it's like I'm yeah. so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I can fuck. And Brooke questions Alona about this, and Kine says, well, who throws a tantrum? Who does that? <laughs> we love, like, we stand like a self, a self, uh, self-aware girl. Self-aware girl. I love that about Kine. Um, and Brooke says, Brooke is talking to Kine about her reaction to the judging, and she says, we gold-sided you, which I guess is, like, blindsided, but yeah. she's, she's wearing Very gold. Funny. Very great yeah. puns on this show. Hilarious. And Kine says, yeah, you did. I forgive you. <laughs> what were you thinking in that moment, sitting there with Kine as she said that? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, the entire fucking, the entire show, I am just saucer-eyed. Like, yeah. what is happening? You were and, like, you, you could tell whenever the camera shows you, you're like, really like, taking wh- in your surroundings, like, enjoying what's happening around you. Not enjoying what's happening around me. I well, was Well, you were so just stressed. very, like, engaged and shocked by it. I couldn't believe it was real, bitch. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I remember walking down Young Street and seeing the announcement that RuPaul's Drag Race Canada was coming, and I was pissed. I was like, fuck, now I gotta apply for this. They're not gonna put me on. <laughs> and so I was there, like, oh, fuck, wait, what did I yeah. do? <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, so I was just so, like, in my own world, like, this is fucking insane. Um, but then also my favorite thing is, like, they kept this in the commercial, um, because that was a big scene for the second episode, and yes. Scarlett's reaction. <laughs> You're gonna forget, bro. <laughs> it reminds me of. It reminds me of. <laughs> my Valentino, <laughs> my white friend, <laughs> my white Valentino, <laughs> my 
fuck. Oh my god, Scarlett is so fucking funny, man. She, her reactions are just amazing. Like, the season would would have really suffered without her. Oh, absolutely. She's, yeah. She adds a lot to it. Like, how would have the season not leaked if, if we didn't have Scarlett? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Bricklin announces the extra special guest judge superstar from Shadowhunters, Jade Hasune. And let me tell you, the girls are freaking. We are so excited to see Jade Hasune and even more excited to learn who he is. Yes. I mean, Brooklyn really snapped the tea with that one, sis. Oh my god, yes, bitch. Yes. But you know what, though, I will say... I mean, like, every episode of Drag Race, you're expected to go, wahoo! The, yeah, yes, yeah. Judge! Jade, Jade was a great guest judge. He I, was. I love Jade, and just so much amazing energy. So, mm-hmm. so cute, calm, and, and warm, and welcoming. So, uh, power bottom, and I have no gag reflex. So, if you're listening to this, Jade, DM me, <laughs> uh, Boa the Drag Queen. Perfect. Or Boat T Drag Queen. So we get into, yeah, Boat He Drag Queen. So we get into the actual challenge and we start with your group, the Muffragettes. The Muffragettes, which I learned a year later that they were actually the Suffragettes. And that oh. was a joke because they're lesbians. Um, so, apparently, so we get in the thing and Boa slays. She does a great job on the challenge. So then... Boa is really struggling with her lines. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, that's to what us. it seemed like to us was I was really struggling with my lines. And I know anyone who knows Boa, especially at that time, I've never struggled with a line, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so I had some issues with my lines. I couldn't remember. I was so stressed out. It's like once I entered that, it's like once the fucking, like I went into that, that studio, I just... I was deer in headlights, and I was just, I couldn't remember anything. It was so terrifying. It was, like, the worst fucking thing ever. And Kine really did a great job, and she really took over and helped and helped with everything. Like, we really, what a great team captain she was. Um, I didn't wear a wig under my hat either. I wanted to use that as an artistic, like, a little artistic decision just to really show that I was a really... This is a really girthy lesbian. Um, I right. I said Anxiety City because that's what I felt like I was living in, and I was pooping my pants. Also, I said to Jeffrey about towards like towards the end of it, Jeffrey was really grilling me. Actually, not really. He was being really sweet because Jeffrey was a fucking angel to me. And I was like, you know, like, you're really messing up, Jaboa. And I said, Jeffrey, I'm just so nervous. You're so good looking. It's like I'm standing in front of a mirror or something. And he didn't laugh. Uh, they didn't also. They also didn't put that in. Uh, their fault. Which was cool. Great. Yeah. Um, and that's all I have. That's all I have for that. Did you have any remarks on the other girls' performances? Was there anyone who was like really struggling with their lines, and you were like getting irritated, or like anything like that? <laughs> or was there anyone who did really, really well? No, I. I, I... <laughs> I, I have a feeling you have some things to say though. So like, you don't have any. You don't have any feeling about how the other girls were doing while you were recording it. What do you mean? Like you didn't have any observations about like the other girls, like while you were recording. No, I was stressed the fuck out. I was. So you were really just focusing on yourself. I was in my own world. There was nobody. I was fucking tunnel vision, bitch. Okay. Yeah, my experience was very different with the acting challenge. You were worried about the other girls? like. Well, no, because, like, there was... Well, we'll talk about it when we do season two. But there was just times when the other girls were, like, taking too long to do their lines. And it was frustrating. And... But, you know. It gets annoying. Like, sometimes, like, when you do a podcast, somebody has to take a 20-minute shit or... Right. 
Yeah, or when Suki Doll is like blasting the bathroom. Yeah. And we just have to pause and listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, Kiara is really, really good in this challenge. Kiara, that is when I fell in love with Kiara. I was like, because when I saw Kiara first, I was like, oh, this is going to be like Miss Fierce Delicious or something. It's just some pretty, <laughs> just some pretty little young drag queen who just like, you know, like doesn't right. have much to give. But when I. Right. Wow, that sounds wow. Really cool. Well, no, Fierce is gonna literally well, no, hate you for that. No, don't no. Ugh, fuck, don't put that in. <laughs> we love. Okay, that's how Boa thought about yes. Fierce Delicious at the time. I did not like Fierce at the time. Now that's I love not, Fierce. That's not that. Yes, exactly. I and now think... she recognizes Fierce's talents. Of and course, of course. I, I tell her all the time. Yeah. Contributions, anyways, <laughs> to my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the, the contributions to the decline of my mental health. But yeah, so so when I saw how funny she was, I was like, fuck yes, I love this bitch. Yeah. And like, I really like, Kiara's a fucking angel. And so is, well, Fierce is a fucking nightmare, but I love Fierce. And, she can be an angel, though, and, when she wants yeah, to Yeah, no, be. she can, she can. Yeah. And like, and like, I FaceTime Fierce and like, we're good. So at the time, yeah. that's what I thought. But now I Anyways. know that she's much more than a sloppy hole. But yeah, Kiara is super, super good at acting. Like, I would love to see Kiara on an all-star season because, you know, they usually do have a lot of scripted challenges and she would... She would kill that. Like, she would yeah. be so good. Um, and she says, I got a few tricks at my bra at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, she's foreshadowing. She's foreshadowing. <laughs> but is she foreskinning? Whoa. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Tainomi is butchering this challenge. She is butchering the boots mama. Oh, my God. And then she's... <laughs> Somebody lied to her several times. <laughs> well, the judges didn't. Um... But yeah, Tainomi really struggled with Everyone this. Everyone else did. <laughs> <laughs> Tainomi really struggled with this, which of course was sad to see, like, because, you know, in Toronto, like, we all know and love Tainomi so much. So, like, we wanted to see Tainomi, like, slay the season, you know? And she was such a p- powerhouse, and she was, yeah. like, br- she was, like, built up as such a force to be reckoned with, like, on yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like when you go to jail and you and you find the biggest lesbian you can find, you just kick her ass. That's what they did. Right. Okay. <laughs> Bit of a mixed metaphor. Well, that's what Brooklyn did. My favorite thing from the other group scene was Rita carrying Kiara away and like teabagging her at that the same is time. So funny. That like was literally, so funny. like I that is when like that episode is when because me, Kiara, Jimbo, and Rita would smoke cigarettes and mm-hmm. Scarlet too, but I was like, You're being a fucking nightmare, Scarlet, you're breathing down my neck. Mm-hmm. And that is when, like, when I saw that, I was like, these girls are fucking awesome. Like, I love these people. These mm-hmm. are my fucking people. Um, yeah. It was very funny. And Kiara went along with it so well. So good. She was just, you know, juggling them balls. The <laughs> 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 Deep <throat> circus. Come <laughs> So we need the soundboard. It was so good. It was so yes. good. Um, so then the girls start doing their makeup for the runway. Kine is doing her makeup. And I have to say, why is she purple? Why is she... <laughs> She purple. I don't get that reference. You know, why is she green? <clears throat> From season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race. Ah, uh, yes. Tamar Braxton. Tamar Braxton. It was the roast challenge. Let's get this roast to cook in. Let's get and this roast to cook in. They asked Pheromone, Alexis why did Michelle, you your, Alexis green? Michelle was green. Uh, not Pheromone. And Tamar Braxton said, why is she green? Why is she purple? And then, Tam- and then Alexis Michelle said, well, Tamar, have you ever watched the show? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking legend. I just want to be rude to people, honestly. Like, <laughs> so 
funny. Yo, my psychiatrist put me on beta blockers, uh-huh. and literally, it's changed my life. I say whatever I want, when I want, and it's great. Sounds like it's going really well for you. It is going really well. Not for other people, but for me, it's going <laughs> great. <laughs> so, Starzy talks about her experience being gay in her home country before um, coming to Canada. And she talks about how a lot of her friends had been shot and how she herself had been the victim of a shooting. And this was a really, like, important moment in the season, I think, because we got, like, such an interesting perspective from someone who came here as a refugee. And, you know, we love Starzy, oh so it, it was it was very, like, heart-wrenching, like, watching this scene. Yeah, I was getting, like... We, we watched it together and I was getting worked up in the yeah. sh- on the show. Like I, I told, I was like, girl, I'm going to get emotional if we, if we fucking do this. So don't grill me. So I was getting emotional and she was making fun of me. Well, that's because you cried during the lip sync, bitch. <laughs> well, I was also tearing up during this too, but I wasn't showing you. Oh, you I to be, you're well, a no, faggot, if you, if Boa. You were tearing up Boa, through, you're a faggot. If you were tearing you up cry. during this, like that's, that's normal. But yeah. to cry during the lip sync, You're I mean, a faggot. So anyways, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was, yeah. And it's just like. Yeah, it's really sad. I love Starzy. I don't want to see... Honestly, like, everybody... I just want good for everybody. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. everybody can succeed. So to see your sister like that, like, to rewatch it, I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, man. I Especially know. after spending so much time I have in the past few years with Starzy mm-hmm. and, and, like, connecting with her the way I have. Her dick, my ass, baby. <laughs> you made a baby? I wish. Um, all right, so... Also, we have Lemon talking about her family while we're all painting, and Lemon's saying her mom calls them the Five Alive, the group, and uh, and all of her little family has their own little fruit name. I thought that was cute, uh, but she was probably lying about that. That doesn't seem very, <laughs> like, okay, like, I doubt that actually happened. Like, I, I, I Lemon, I love your mom, but... It, it seems like a Tumblr post on the page, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things That Never Happened. Things That Never Happened, yeah. 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 Just just girly things. I'll take Things That Never Happened for 500, <laughs> Alex. So first up for this runway, category is Not, Not My, my first, first Time. You guys had to recreate your first time in drag or something similar uh, into a new look. And first up we had Lemon. I love this look. Yeah, this looks, so gorgeous. It looks really great. They're showing a photo of her in a look actually at brunch last week when I was with her. No, 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 that's her first time in drag. Oh, that's an old photo. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but she looks great on the the runway. Uh, (laughs) Fuck, I really hope the girls don't get mad about this. Any of the girls, disclaimer, I love you guys, and we're just being funny. Um, but yeah, she looks fucking amazing, bitch. Like this, she looks so good. I if there is a runway for lemon, to this, be was no, this was this was this was it. Like so gorgeous. The color was so flattering Uh, on her, and it's it's velvet. Right, so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like really, it's a. I'm going to have to give this a piss. <laughs> I love, love, love this Aww. look. It was definitely the most successful for Lemon of the season, I think. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, like, as we see a lot with this season, because, you know, it was the first season of Drag Race, a lot of you guys just didn't really have styled hair, so it was kind of oh, just, yeah, like, it was, it was hair that was fresh out, of, fresh out of the bag, and it was kind of just tossed in one yeah, direction of or course, the other. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, then we had Rita Baga. Who looks great? I like this look. I love this. I normally hate, like, crafty kind of drag. Uh-huh. But it's a really good reference to her first look. And it really works. No. I, the proportions are really great. I love the hair. I love crafty drag, but I it's just because it's so old that it, it's, like, old cheap drag. So, but anyways, but it looks great. It, it looks... Oh, so you're saying Rita is really old, crafty, and cheap. <laughs> well, I mean, like, everyone else says it, so... <laughs> <laughs> like... 
But like no, she I looks, love the makeup she, she did with this too. So the makeup is so good. And on the this hair, one. I used to always wear hair like that. Me too. Like that hair, fucking. I had like four different wigs in that style and drag race. The hair, like yeah, yeah uh-huh. so good. She looks just, just that so Tina gorgeous. Turner Thunderdome style. Uh huh. Then we have Tainomi Banks walking the runway as King David. Uh, <laughs> holy fuck! Look at that fucking photo. I referenced her original look as Prince George. <gasps> um. <laughs> Fucking old photo, man. No, I, I kind of like the Joan of Arc vibes of this. Yeah. I like the, I like the ponytail. I mean, her face looks beat. You know, it kind of just loses, it kind of loses focus as you get down, like, past the waist. You yeah. Know? It, ha- it has that store-bought, like, belt on it, and then those, those stirrups, you know, which don't really, don't really work for this, in my opinion. If she had had those tights, but they were made of the same thing as the cowl, that would have been, like, much better. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks cute now looking at it. I, yeah. I like the way this, the sequin glitters, glistens under the the lights. The beautiful, amazing. Shut color. up! The lights. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely a shit. <laughs> no, it's a fizz. It's a fizz. I don't even know what these mean. Next, now we have Yara. Yara. Oh. It's, it's, you know what though? Like... I'm okay, just from, at the old photos. from afar, I know the old photo is so crazy. She literally looks 14 years old. Like it looks like one of those drag kids who like, this is Susie. She's eight, and she her drag name is Butterfly Cupcake. <laughs> Does that not give you that? Yeah, yeah it yeah, totally yeah. like oh, she looks gotcha. like a literal like 10 year old child <laughs> doing drag. Um, but her, her upgraded version of it, it is basically the same dress, but it is a much, much better version of the dress. Yeah, it's how the dress should be made. Yeah, and the hair, the hair looks more flattering on her, the headpiece is nice, and I actually, like, really like her eye makeup in this, like, uh-huh. especially when you get distance from it. It gives, like, a really cool look on stage. I like that Kiara likes to, like, blow her eyes and shit. Yeah. Like, she she goes really far with it. And I used to be like that, too. Like, I used to uh-huh. really pack my shadows in because I yeah. want to look dramatic. I want to look like a fucking yeah. bitch. Well, she's mastered the blending more now. Yeah. But I just love it. Which like, a lot of people have Her face looks so pretty. Like, when she's walking down the runway and she's, like, looking off to the side, like, her eyes are so big and her face is just popping. Yeah. And she looks amazing. Yeah. Her pussy's popping. Really? <laughs> Oh. But yeah, we we love Kiki, and she we did her little. Um, She's great. One time, one time she did a. Okay, so we did a, a Halloween. She went to Woody's with Fierce Delicious, and, and they shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they dressed up as white chicks, and they did a they did a number at that uh-huh. miles, and it was so fucking funny. And Kiara had a fake gun in her purse because they because <laughs> they're police officers. And during the music, the, the I think there's like a piano breakdown. She took her gun out and was like running around with it. I was like, oh, bitch, not here. She's great. I love Kiara. Kiara is a fucking angel. Like I love Kiara she's so, so much. She's so good. What a good girl. And Kiara is one of those girls where like you just have this like protective feeling about her. Like she's like younger than me, and I just she's just like my baby. If you anyone know? came for Kiara, I would mm-hmm. fucking murder them. Seriously, yeah. Oh. Next up, we had Anastasia. She looks gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous, Such a cute like pageant gown, (laughs) like (laughs) referencing the original. One thing I wish, I wish the white stripes went around the other side because they're only on the front. But it is a really, really gorgeous aesthetic. The jewelry matches it. You could hit it from the back. (laughs) (laughs) And the wig is gorge. We love it. 
Mama, she said inches. I mean, when I'm saying inches, I'm talking about her lashes. Exactly. 38, 36. <laughs> 26, 26, 28, 28. But enough about her report card. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke I used to say about Jada. Yeah, I know. Um, now we have the dancing diva, the bitch on arrival, Mama Boots, yes, God, slaying the runway. This was a really successful look for you. Okay, let's pause this because we're going to talk about this look. This yeah. is a great look. I was really excited about Ooh, this look. The bras by Jillish. <laughs> my girl bras by Jillish uh, in my first time in drag. I struggled with weight a lot. Uh, uh-huh. As, uh, see, the thing is, is we as gay people get to choose our traumas, addictions, and uh, mental Surgery. issues. Mental health issues. So I struggled with weight. And as you can see, I gained a lot of weight between when I first started drag and when I got on Drag Race. This does go to show that drag is amazing and ruins your body and mental health. So <laughs> I was like, how am I going to do a two-piece and do it my own? So we dipped out a corset. Uh, it was made, I, I did like five or six fittings to this thing just to make sure it was it fit properly. And uh-huh. I actually lost weight while I was doing while I was doing Drag Race, so yep. it didn't fit properly. Um, my That's fault. How it happens. Skinny legend. Uh, so we dip dyed it. I stoned the fuck out of it, and that was it. It was, it was a great corset. I felt really, really beautiful. Uh huh. But I just like have to add a little camp to it, so that's why I did the little, the little titty, little titty thing. Boop boop, right there. Well, your nipples would have been showing otherwise, so yeah. it makes sense to do the, yeah, or the that little too. stars. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it's a great look for you <laughs> from this season. I mean, this was one of your best looks. I love the white hair. Yeah, me with too. the styling, you know, thank God a styled wig. We I don't know. see them a lot, but no, you and don't. Starzy were serving the styled wigs this week and Jimbo. Funny, funny story too. So me and Pheromone, you used to always tell me I look like Pheromone. Yeah. And people would tell me that, like other people would tell me too. So after I got on Drag Race, I reached out to her, just like started chatting, and we became buds. She's actually sober now. We got to get her on. Yeah. Here. She is like. Oh, fucking, I fucking love Pheromone so much. She is a fucking angel, and she is so sober now, and I'm so proud of her, and I love yes. her. And anyway, so that highlight I'm wearing on my on my cheeks, it's a it's a Nyx shimmer. Uh, it's a next shimmer um, pigment, and I used to use it as my highlight. And Farrah would use it too, and, mm-hmm. and and no one ever knew about this. No one ever would. People would always like shit their pants when they see my highlight because it was so uh-huh. good. And she was like, "Girl, that's the fucking highlight!" Like, yes. I always use that. And like, I was like, "What else are different, you and I?" <laughs> uh, the earrings in this were by Lolly Cox, also, and rocks by Cox. Lolly Cox, she does fucking incredible jewelry. Yeah, we love her jewelry. Beautiful jewelry. Next, we had Kine. Looking like Barney the dinosaur, but a <laughs> fucking slut. Yeah, I, I I was confused by this because you know the the purple on the face was so different from the tights. It was much more of a magenta, and her tights were very like indigo style purple. Violet. Um Violet, you're turning indigo, Violet. <laughs> indigo, you're turning violet indigo. Yeah, and you know, I didn't hate like I liked the hair. Violet Indigo. You and I think her Violet. makeup is very pretty. I just didn't like the sort of windbreaker jacket. That's uh-huh. kind of like what I wear on the way to the gig. Yeah, and exactly. And the, the, the panty, her padding was a little off. You know, there's just a couple of a couple of issues here. Her padding was on, but it wasn't on where it should have been on. <laughs> That's the issue. It was a little low for her, I yeah. think. You had one eye looking for you. You had one eye. You had one hip looking for you and one hip looking at you. <laughs> So yeah, I kind of um, was a little disappointed by this one because yeah. I, you know, kind kind is a beautiful queen, and yeah. she definitely can serve some gorgeous looks. Absolutely. So but this is just garbage, and I think she should <laughs> be killed because of it. Oh my no, god! I'm just joking. Honestly, like this is, you know, when I 
that ass. I love Colleen. And I like, love Colleen I get so, so I get so emotional. Like, seriously, bitch. Ever since I had the twins, I'm just a crybaby. I cry all the time now. Yeah. But no, seriously, like, 27, I've been doing so much soul searching, and I cry at the drop of a fucking hat. And mm-hmm. seeing Colleen in such a vulnerable place today, like, and just feeling so bad. Because I felt like I should have been eliminated there, bitch. Like, really, like... A lot of the audience agreed. I know. <laughs> they And they told me, don't you worry, they told me. Yeah. Next, we had Priyanka giving the slowest runway walk in Drag Race history. This look was made by Lucinda Muse. Actually, a really cool jacket. Um, I remember. I remember this. I remember. Because Priyanka lived across the street from me at the time. Um, Lucinda was going back and forth mm-hmm. uh, with our outfits and shit. And that's how Pri knew I was on because she was like, oh, I gotta go across the street. Um, and you can't see, but I gave Lucinda a black uh, hat pin. Oh, Priyanka, and I actually, it was a white, no, it was a white one, and I actually had to color it in on Priyanka's head backstage with a, <laughs> with a Sharpie. So funny. Oh, there was a lot of shit I was, like, kind of giving to other designers, like, just people I was working with to yeah. help out, and, like, uh-huh. they don't even, it's so funny, they don't even know about it. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, helped, like... So what you're saying is that Priyanka wouldn't have her drag career if Exa- it for Exactly, you. if it weren't for, well, no, that was you, you, you painted her, right? Right, yeah. You are her drag mother. So without, yeah, so yeah. without us, Priyanka would be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy's <laughs> icon, love you, daughter. I wonder if she's gonna listen to this. Probably roll her eyes. No, she won't. No, she won't. Scarlet Bobo looking at her like a no-no. Yeah. She looks great. She I looks this, so, this, I love this look. Fuck, I, I want this look. This look, to- you know, it was giving very, like, Trinity Taylor- Mm-hmm. But in in Scarlett's own sort of style, yeah, like, it, like I, I loved this. This is one of my favorite looks of hers on the season because she was giving proportions. Her hair was gorgeous. Her makeup, her, Scarlett's makeup is always gorgeous. It's like it's like it's like Trinity the Trinity the Tuck, but on government funding. <laughs> Trinity the Tuck, but prettier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it was great. The hair looks great. Like, I remember seeing her like, yes, bitch, you fucking better. Yeah, and she really presented it well on the runway. And the fire, the fire breathing. Well, or the fire boots of it all. I screamed yeah. the house down, sickening, yes, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it is dangerous doing that with synthetic hair, honey. Synthetic hair, oh my God. Just like the synthetic filler in her face. It's very, <laughs> very... You know what's funny is me and Scarlett one time went on Groupon and got a two-for-one deal for lip filler and Wynn got our lips done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then we have a load of early slaying and it's like so weird to see Alona in fucking like black and red and shit. I know. I think for Drag Race, she probably wanted to, you know, diversify her, her lineup and have something like different. Of course. She's different. Right. But yeah, it is weird to see her in black and red. Like, she never wears either of those. She doesn't. So it's a very, like, Discount Universe style That's look. That's what it is, yeah. I was yeah, say it's Discount Universe. universe. But there is nothing Discount about this. I will just say, Mama. Mama, the boots, the bank yeah. account, honey. The only thing Discount is maybe the lighting. <laughs> I'm just joking. Actually, the the guy, uh, the team who did my lighting, like, one of the guys... On the lighting team, did the lighting for my, my music video. Get that done, which you can find on YouTube, X2, Backpage, Pornhub, and Craigslist. Anyways, so so yeah, Alona looks good. It's not my favorite look from her, of it's course. I mean, she has better looks. But I do think it's a cool look. It's kind of almost, almost giving like a Michael Jackson thriller effect with that jacket. You know, and with how scary she is. <laughs> okay. But no, she, she, her makeup looks great. The hair is cute. You know. I love the hair. She always looked cool hair. Yeah. I kind of wish the shoes were something a little bit more. 
You know? They could have been, like, knee-high platforms or something. Or higher platforms. Yeah, oh, look at how cute Jade is. Yeah. And then next we had Jimbo. So good. I love Jimbo, and it's like... (laughs) (laughs) The flashback photo. Holy shit. Oh, my God. It's... Yeah. Jimbo is just... like her stepmom. Jimbo is just truly something else. And, yeah, we love it. I mean, who else would have brought that kind of look to the main stage, you know? Yeah, no, seriously. Like, I remember when I... I I remember seeing her backstage and being like, Honey, you don't want to fix your makeup? No, I'm just joking. Uh, (laughs) I was like, This is so cool. Like, anything... Like, you know what? Like, I... I've always loved 80s horror. I've always loved pop culture, yeah. camp, gore, slime, all that fucking shit. And I, when I gained weight, I felt that I had to put myself into a box of comedy because that's all. I wasn't able to style myself as well. Right. So it was, so seeing Jimbo do that, I was like, fuck, that is so cool. I wish I could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I loved it. I loved all of it. I loved, yeah, it was just great. Yeah. Jim, Jimbo was really fantastic in this. So we get to the acting challenges. They actually show us the scenes. Um, my favorite thing from yours is when Jimbo takes off the judge's robe and she's like, if only they knew, I'm sickening too! This <laughs> is the way she said it. She did a great job. It was so funny. What like a she, fucking idiot. She really, really slayed that. That was Sometimes so good. Sometimes I look at Jimbo and think, I want to eat that bitch's fucking pussy. She's so funny. Like, <laughs> seriously. And then the other groups, Rita was so, so funny in it. So, so funny. And honestly, like, with all... Okay, we've seen Rita on the runway so many times. I think that this has to be one of Rita's best, most natural looks, to be honest. Most natural being that it was sunflowers. No, I'm talking about in the mini ch- in the maxi challenge. Oh! <laughs> well, this is truly, you know, her and her element. Exactly. Very butch. Butch. You know... <laughs> and, and and that's it. Uh, the brain surgery scene. This is iconic. I could like rewatching this. I forgot like, about that. It's like rewatching something that was like twenty years old and super yeah. problematic almost. Because I was right. like, how the fuck did they like they did this? Like yeah. it's just so good. I completely forgot that that was a thing, and, and it's Ki- so funny. It's like they had Kiara, a big brain. Kiara's like, like Kiara, <laughs> like really, like knocked this out of the park. Like that's it's really impressive. She really had her tongue sticking out. She was giving <laughs> a fucking performance, bitch. Yes. Like it was so good. She was so so good. So the judges live for Lemon. They are loving everything that she did, and of course they love her runway. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Brooke was dragging Tainomi, which I remember going into this season, like, everyone was like, oh, Tainomi's, like, one of Brooke's best friends. Of course, Tainomi's gonna make it to the end, because, you know, Brooke's not gonna send her friend home, or be mean to her friend. But, girl, we were gagged Mama the Boots, the tea house down, watching the season. Because Brooklyn really made it clear that she was not about to, you know, show favoritism to Tainomi. Oh, for sure. And we were all gagged. I was like, oh shit, she is fucking... It was really sad to see Tainomi like I know, that. it is sad. And Brooke was like really emotional too. Yeah. And I remember like Brooklyn was terrifying because Brooke, I really made a shitty name for myself in Toronto and Brooklyn just didn't think about me. And like, mm-hmm. I, in my head, I was like this person who's like, who is who's like above me and it's somebody I'm supposed to look up to, who I do look up to because they're so tall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think hates me. So I was like really terrified going to that too. Yeah. So... 
we could see, like, when we would walk backstage to go onto the runway, you could see the judging panel, like, through the, through the, uh, the, the beaded door they had. The, oh. Like, the, not the beaded door, but the, the, the curtain. The curtain. And I remember seeing Brooklyn there, like, oh my gosh, she is extra scary today. Like, she is definitely <laughs> ready for her feeding, and she is going to rip my head off and drink my blood. <laughs> but then she told me I was sexy and tried to fuck me, which is so crazy. I was like, because yeah. Brooklyn was like, you're sexy right now. I was like, Brooklyn. And she said, they'll edit it out. They did edit it out because I said, Brooklyn, not here. And she said, get that sexy little ass over here. And I said, okay. And then so I walked down <laughs> to the judge's table and uh, I bent her over onto the judge's table and we just made out so hard in front of Jade Hasune, um, Jer- Jeffrey, Jeffrey Barchaman, and uh, Stacey McKenzie. She said, Boa! <laughs> So, yeah, I, I wrote in my notes that Brooklyn was living for you. She loved what you did on the runway. Great kisser. And, you know, yeah. They weren't a fan of what you did in the acting challenge. No, but that's okay because I also was also being favorited, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, you know, it is a common theme on Canada's Drag Race where they Shut kind up. of... No, no, I'm not saying anything. I was just saying they kind of sort of weigh the runways more than you might see on other Drag Race oh. series. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, like it, do, it does feel sometimes that, like... Somebody maybe should have won a challenge, but because someone else had a better runway, even though they were one of the worst in the challenge, they get to win. So, you know, sometimes that happens. <laughs> but, you know, not bitter about it at all. Um, and Jeffrey says to Kine, you showed up, you knew your lines, and that was about it. But during the challenge, Jeffrey was living for what Kine was doing. He was laughing, he was smiling. So it seems like... I also wanted to say... So I have right here, hard to focus, Brooklyn wanted to have sex, and then me and Kine made up. She apologized to me, and I mentioned it on the runway how she took over the challenge. It was great. So I did. I, like, you know what, bitch? Like, girl, I tried to stand up for let Sophia. Me, let me tell you. I, like, will always stick up for the, like, when it's when, when it's right, it's right. What's right always, is right. What's yes. right is right, and I will say what's right is right. And, uh-huh. and Kine really took over and fucking covered my ass, and I said she did a great job, and we made up, and I, I love Kine so much, mm-hmm. and... Uh, then she wasn't home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was clear that Tainomi, er, Tainomi, that Kine did a great job in that challenge. So it was a little confusing as to why she's in the bottom. But I guess, again, they weigh the looks a lot more on Canada's Drag Race and they hated her look. They hated it so much. Yeah, and also she was like not being the nicest to them. So I'm sure like, it's like if you're going to go in a competition, it's like, oh, I know it was her humor, but it's like, it's not working out, girl. So maybe like, uh-uh, like. Right. You're not, you're, you're not helping your kids here, Sandstar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Tainomi talking about the critiques and Untucked was so funny. I was fucking dying. <laughs> oh, yeah, I look like shit, thank you. <laughs> oh, my. If you watch me, I was, like, pissing. Like, she... Oh. Tainomi is really funny. And, you know, she, she was a little in her head in the competition, but she doesn't take herself too seriously. So, she was, like... She was she was having fun with it, She's even great. though she was like obviously fucked up about it. Yeah. She was still having fun with it, in being head, funny. In the head and in the face. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I love Ty. She has she has humor about herself and I really love that. She's somebody who's also like she puts up she's built up to be this super hard, big fucking like diva you don't mess with, but she has her heart on her sleeve and she's a fucking angel. Like I she love is. I love she's Ty so Nomi. sweet. I asked to go on her shoulders at uh at the Dua Lipa show and she was like yeah 
<laughs> I didn't expect her to say yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. But then we forgot. But we're going to do it again. <laughs> You're like, one day one I'm going to sit on her shoulders. Like, what a thi- what a concert. Like, what a yeah. thing to see at a concert is yeah. Naomi Banks. With, some- <laughs> with her son. On with her, her son on her shoulders. <laughs> we will adopt your baby. <laughs> Were you guys in drag? No. She was in drag. I oh my god. That's Imagine. the funny part about it. That's just like, it's so funny. And she was like, that's hilarious. We got to do it. Imagine. Oh my god. That would have been so funny. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things they said during the deliberations was, Boa was very constricted. Which, honestly, if you know how loose my asshole is, oh <laughs> my god, they were lying. So, Tainomi and Kine lip-sync to If You Could Read My Mind. This is a classic song, especially for the Toronto drag scene. And like, Tainomi has performed it a million times, Tainomi, which yes. is crazy that she didn't know all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah, she she did mess up the lyrics at one point that we saw, but she really, like, sold it for the whole number. Like, of course. Tainomi was giving us Friday, Saturday Night at Cruise. Like, she was really, like... Giving us exactly what we want when we yeah, think no, of she, this she, song. She really turned it. And it's yeah. like, and I started crying when we were watching it. Cause like, cause like really like, especially with Drag Race, like it was, it's such a, you guys, everyone loves it. People who, who are involved in it and love it, love it, love it, love it, love it with all their heart. Mm-hmm. And so to be involved in it and be a part of the franchise, like I remember like be, I remember like showing up to the hotel room, like be, being brought and one of the producers there and they said, welcome to the, welcome to the legacy. Yeah. And I said, holy yeah instant fucking hard on like i was like, i remember the producer saying your life is about to change forever and, and you're like they lied well no you're, <laughs> uh, your your mental health is completely worse now so I think <laughs> and now you're like trans and all that shit so. <laughs> but um so i hold a lot of emotion to it and i'm a very emotional person so like i was like that listening to that song like seeing them like perform and seeing kind like i just remember feeling like bad and like i didn't deserve to be there and i yeah. I just want everyone to be happy. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, maybe really sad. Yeah, I mean... But it, also also good, because, like, I, like... Because, like, that song brings up good memories, and mm-hmm. it's, like... It's just so crazy. Also, I... Also, like, I'll spill some... Another thing about Drag Race, uh... Because whatever. Uh... We were so last minute with packing and everything. Like, we... Drag is so last minute, bitch. I am telling you, I fucking hate it. Anybody who does drag knows that when you are sewing for the pageant minutes before the pageant starts, that's just how it fucking is. And it sucks. It's the worst. I hate that. I am, I, I hate time constraints. I get stressed out. I want mm-hmm. things to be done. I fucking hate lateness. Anyway, so um, I was late to be picked up and I had to run downstairs and I was so nervous and I thought it was going to be a CIA agent. <laughs> motherfucker, But it wasn't. It was a nice girl who waved to me and, uh, and we smoked a cigarette and I was great. Um, and I remember, like, I, w- I remember just, like, I-, I had five minutes with Connor by myself, and we were in the elevator. We didn't get time to, like, sit and be like, this is happening. I'm mm-hmm. going away for, hopefully, uh, more than a, a couple days. <laughs> more- hopefully more than a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so, I re- he's very tall. He was just hugging me, and he was like, you don't mean- need me anymore, Bo with the Dancing Diva. You are a superstar and I love you and you I know you're fucking sobbing and his tears were hitting my eyes and then so so then a few hours later I'm in my hotel room and they give you they give you an mp3 player yeah and I put I put the I put the headphones in and I press play the fucking first song do 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 you're a superstar (laughs) I started fucking sobbing it was like oh my god it was the worst thing it was the best worst thing ever but it's just yeah holy shit also, like, me being six months sober, like, going into it, 
I went in there with the demons. Yeah. And that demon's name was Scarlet Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> so after the lip sync, we get this cute little moment with uh, Tainomi. She's, you know, breaking down a little bit. And Kine hugs her and she says, I'm about to go home. This is my moment. What a fucking icon. I love her so much. Yeah. Kine was iconic from start to finish. Like, she really, like, gave it to us exactly what we, we needed. Wanted. We wanted it raw and she fucking gave it to us yes. raw and extra juicy. Yes. So we love Kine so much. Um, and her exit line was, see you on the internet. Thank- thanks for watching. Which is really cute. Very, yeah. very much tying into her branding. Mm-hmm. Kind of stupid. But as the TikTok okay. queen. The TikTok you know, math queen. The TikTok math queen and the YouTube queen with the sewing and the hair and everything. So great. I love how, I love how Kine said, you know what? Queens are so known for math. I'm going to change the narrative by one, by one letter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Crystal math. Crystal. That's a great drag name. <laughs> we have to keep this in there. I don't even care. You know what? Fuck it. Crystal math. If fucking sunshine drag race fantasy race wants to cancel me, go for it. um who what else do we have uh so stay tuned for our interview with kind coming up right about (gasps) now we have an amazing amazing guest this week should we say it together the one, the only, the dancing diva of season one of Canada's Drag Race. Of Kitchener, Ontario. Kitchener, Waterloo, Waterloo Ontario, tri state city. The Kitchener, the one, Waterloo, Cambridge, Tri-City. Don't area. interrupt us. The one and only. This is Kine. Hi, Kine. Hi, girls. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great. Thank you for coming. Um, Literally, I was so excited to have you today. I... What we're doing here is we're rewatching all of our old episodes of Drag Race and we're revisiting some things and let's just say some things were revisited and there was a lot of crunch, a lot of uh, <laughs> munch, not a lot of lighting. No, no. But we were a good bunch, even though we were fighting. Wow, the rhyme. Wow. <laughs> so was a rap stress. I don't know. I'm just trying. That was incredible. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. So so what's your life been like since since I guess me and you filmed? Um gosh, it's been pretty crazy. I mean, right after we filmed, we went into the pandemic. That was crazy. And that huh? sort of is what made me sort of transition my career from um, I mean, I went into drag race with people knowing me as like this YouTube tutorial queen and then I started making the math videos over the pandemic, which is really now what what most people know me for now and it was really because of, I guess, having all this extra time on our hands because of the pandemic and me thinking, you know, I, I kind of have to do something else. You know, I feel there's all the pressure for us to put content out there, put content out there. But I felt like I was kind of getting tired of doing the same old, I mean, YouTube tutorials that I was doing. So I, I wanted to try something different. And then it really blew up and I just got very lucky that um, the videos went viral. But were you content or were you producing content? (laughs) I was doing both. I I was very content with my content. Here's the tea. I, okay, yeah, it's a luck thing. Time and place, perspective is everything. But you are so talented and you are so amazing and you have so much knowledge about math and dinosaurs and all those fake things that that people like. (laughs) And for you to be able to like bring that onto TikTok is like, Really cool. 
You know what I mean, though? It's like you took drag and, and you mixed it with, like, you started doing riddles. I remember you, you started the riddles because I loved the riddles. Mm-hmm. My little Riddler, you, kind. And so it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was the beginning Have of... Have you ever done a Riddler look? I haven't. You should. I should. What is the Riddler from? Is that, like, from Batman, a Batman or something? It's villain. Uh, I see. Yeah. It's like the Joker, but campier. Yeah. It's kind of like incel vibes, though. You think so? Yeah. Any kind of Batman, Batman villain. Oh, girl, whatever. I should do it. I don't know why I haven't. That's a great idea. Yeah, you should do it. You should totally do it. Mm-hmm. I know someone else who did it. Oh, yeah, Stephanie did it. You did it, you fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, I did. did oh, it. that was a long time Who's ago. Who Drag Race? That was a long, long time ago. Fifi O'Hara did it, too, right? For her, one of her entrance looks. Yes, 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 yes. For oh, her, her All-Stars 2 entrance everything. Look. That is one bitch that has done it all. Yeah. Seriously. No, truly. I think I've done a lot of shit, because, you know, like... In my plethora of being in Toronto, what? Yeah, I have done a lot, mm-hmm. but Fifi O'Hara, holy fuck, she has done. Remember yeah. when she did like a whole year of drag or something? It was like the craziest this is a funny thing. story. I was just thinking of yesterday um, when All Stars Two was happening, and she was saying that she wasn't going to go to the reunion. I messaged her and I was like, you should go to the reunion, but dress as RuPaul from Project Runway. And she was like, oh my God, that would be amazing. But she didn't do it. She should have though. Anyway. Did they let her? Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Well, we were supposed to have our announcement at DragCon. Remember, Kine? Were we? They, they asked us to clear our schedules for DragCon because mm-hmm. they were good because we were announced May 14th. DragCon was what? May 13th, 10th to 13th. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have us Oh, there. yeah, but then DragCon didn't happen, huh, because of COVID. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a bit different that year. <laughs> it's honestly, it's been weird watching season one because it feels like drag race seasons have this um, this way of feeling like they're so much longer ago than they actually were. And, like, season one of Canada's Drag Race to me feels like it was, like, five years ago. Yeah. But it was only... You think? Yeah, three, it really feels... three years ago. It Literally feels like it's, It feels like it's so long, so much longer ago, <gasps> like, watching it. You know what I mean? Because as Drag Race, you know, you're in the world of drag, you know, you, everything moves so fast. So many things happen. So many seasons of Drag Race happen. So it makes it feel like more time has passed than it has. But this is only two years ago that we were watching this, you know, so... It's pretty crazy. Literally, um, three years ago, we would have... Uh, three, year to, three years ago around this time was when we would have gotten our calls that we were on. Yes. Oh, speaking of which, yeah. Kine, I love to take credit for this because you told me this, now I tell everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so season one, when all the calls were going out, um, I remember you told me that I messaged you on Twitter because I was being a nosy little bitch and trying to figure out who was getting the calls because I didn't get mine. You fucking so were. Like, but it's because of that that I, like, I checked my voicemail because I was in the UK... Oh, yeah. Yes. And so, like, I was hoping they would just give me an email because I I had a different phone number than the phone number that I put into the application. Um, And then I messaged Eve, or I guess she messaged me. Yeah. I I sent you a little phone emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that, like, let me, let me put in my other SIM card and check. And that's how I, that's how I got. um, See, if you didn't do that, so if it weren't for Eve. No, I wouldn't have been. Oh my god, my season one tape was so bad. It was like the worst thing in the world. It was so bad, and I really thought they were gonna. Catch did you me. get a callback? Did you get? Did you get any far in the process? I, I made the tape. Um, okay, but beyond that, no. No, the, the once they saw the tape, they were like, "Holy!" You ever see the ring? <laughs> Very that vibe. Seven days. Well, Seven okay. Days. So, uh, not to make your whole interview about me, but you know, um, I. 
I did my uh, Snatch Game filming all in one day, and I painted, like, one face over another face over another face over <laughs> another face. So by the end of it, I looked fucking disgusting. And then I was like, okay, I have to film half my looks today. So for half of my tape, I looked fucking horrible. And here's me in my, like, you know, speaking <coughs> about it, being like, I'm the most beautiful queen in Canada. I have the best makeup ever, da-da-da-da. And I looked like fucking dog shit like, <laughs> worse than brooklyn in like 2014 bitch like, i'm sure you think so that bad. but your makeup is great i'm sure you still looked fine Come no on. bitch when you see it you'd be like oh my god it, it was, was so bad. bad i don't know how she even thought so she bad on. i really i really thought they were gonna cast me though because i just thought i was like that mouthy dramatic bitch that everybody knows so i thought they were gonna cast me just for that you know but they got you instead <laughs> And they got you for season two. Yes. What did you think? Okay, so you've watched season three, right? I have not. Did you? But you, you kind of like. <laughs> I, I keep up with it online. It's, right. Yeah. No. Like, it's, there's a lot of drag race. Yeah. It's, no. There's so much drag race. Like, I don't feel bad about not being able to keep up. Like, we're busy. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. we are part of the franchise. We are. We're in the machine. We are. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Yeah, so um, you've been keeping up with season three and everything. Yeah. How do you feel about, like, being the girl who was on season one and you were kind of, like, really not understood with your, like, humor and everything and you had kind of, like, this shady attitude and demeanor that people really took in the wrong way, you know? And how do you feel seeing people like Fierce Delicious, for example, who are being, you know, rewarded for that after you know, years after. You're pissing me the fuck off today, Eve. That's what you're doing. Why? Is joking. that a bad question? That's like, wow, we're hitting some notes I right now. I love that you asked that, though, because I've actually thought about that. I've never... Um, well, you're not yeah, very perceptive. Let her, her I feel... No, I feel like... Her, um, let me figure out how to word this. I'm, like, not bitter about, like, how I was on my season. You know, I take, like, full responsibility for everything I said, and, you know, we go into a reality TV show, and they have the right to you know, do whatever they want with it. And that's just kind of what we sign up for. So I'm not one of those people who's like, oh my gosh, like I was done so dirty. Right. Yeah, I really famous. feel like I've just like, I've moved on and I'm, I've brushed it off my shoulders and I'm, I'm happy for Fierce Alicious. And um, really, I feel back then when we filmed season one, I was not ready yeah. to do it. I was um, not really prepared for like the caliber of drag that everyone had brought in. Mm -hmm. I came in with my dusty little YouTube channel thinking that I knew how to do drag and thinking that I was going to make it to the end. I mean, I, I, I think it was a blessing that I like went home as early as I did because my runways really were not it. So, you know, I feel it was all, it all worked out, you know? Well, you did have one of the best like quotes taglines of the entire season when you came in and in your little entrance interview and you said i've taught a hundred thousand people how to do drag and i'm, I'm here, here to teach 11 more <laughs> that was like so one good. of the best things i've ever seen on drag race it was so my great. dad called me and he was like because when the not like the the super trailer came out he was like man those guys are so rude eh <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about you you and tidoe bitch I was so shady, huh? Literally, when <clears throat> when they got me to the when they got me to do the interviews, I kept being like, "Hi, I'm Kai, and I'm like 21 years old from Kitchener, Ontario," and they were like, "But what's your tagline? Give me something big. Give me something really sassy." And I was like, "I don't know. What do you guys want? I'm I'm the dancing diva." I was like dropping these little like lines, right? <clears throat> 
And then once I finally said, and I taught 100,000 people how to, once I gave that, they were like, ooh, yes. And I was like, oh, I, I bet they're going to use that one. It was the best. And they did. It was so good. That's so good. It did was literally just like, it was, it was just like the best, the best like little entrance line of anything. It was amazing. It was so good. It was so good. You're, I am such a kind stan, honestly. No, like seriously. kind, like really, like you. you're so amazing. This bitch sh literally cold calls me one morning and says, hey, I'm in Toronto. Want to hang out? I'm like, okay. So she shows up at like right in my neighborhood and then invites herself over and we have the best day. We have coffee and I'm like, that is not me at all. I will like find a thousand and one ways to like be like, no, sorry, I can't hang out. <laughs> so so like literally like that was amazing that like you you did that and you like we had that experience like I really enjoyed that day with you um oh. and I've always thought you were fucking amazing and like like seriously like I've always thought you guys were amazing don't lie to and me. I love I love hanging out with you. <laughs> um and you really were you really are like a fucking sweetheart and we talked about and um we we talked about um on the podcast about how we made up on the show and and you apologized and you took so much um leadership in our um episode I didn't not episode 3 huh episode 2 uh episode two. yeah cuz you weren't there our episode 2 um <laughs> cha challenge and and remember how he said that on, on the fucking stage and they just totally cut it out I was like yeah I also yes. want to say that Kine was amazing and really took charge and da da da, da. I was like, I was like holding you up like the beginning of Lion King, and they just completely cut cut the entire thing out. You like were. I was like, there was no way this you bitch were. is going home. And then they... <laughs> yeah. How is life in the UK? Are you UK, hun? In the UK. Um, life is good. Um, right now I'm in Canada, but I'm okay. going back to the UK um, end of October. Right. So er earlier this year, I got married to um, a Brit, and we've been going back and forth for the past three years. Mm -hmm. I love it over there. Do you think you're going to settle in one place or do you think you'll continue like going back and forth? Um, I think we're going to try to settle in Canada just so that we have like a place to call home so we can like get our papers together and like get some property. But I feel the ideal scenario would be to keep going back and forth. We love traveling, the two of us, and we really learned so much and expanded each other's horizons because I knew, I knew nothing about Europe or anything yeah. like that. And he knew nothing about about Canada or the Philippines. So we've really learned so much through each other through being in this crazy long distance relationship that I feel neither of us would have gotten if we just sort of had a traditional relationship with someone down the street. What is the biggest culture shock that you experienced like going to the UK? Con, I want to say something. So we have your partner here on the line, on the other line right now. And, I'm sure I just joke, and they're gonna break up with you. <laughs> Anyway, can you answer my question, what is please? my biggest culture shock? Um, I don't know. Probably just all the white people. I know there's white people in Canada, but, like, here, like, in Kitchener, it's so diverse. Like, yeah. on my street, there's, like, not even that many white people. It's, like, a bunch of people from Asia, from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And being in the UK, oftentimes I'm the only non-white person there, um, which is different for me but i mean at the end of the day we really have more in common with them than we have than we have different yeah i i often tell him when he comes over to to my house here in canada like the culture shock is not the canadianness but the filipino-ness of our household like mm -hmm. we will do things that are totally different from like our neighbors because we have our own little filipino traditions and filipino foods whereas like ian and his family in the uk they're very much like Sausage and mash. Uh, yeah, they're like 
everybody on their street. It's a bit more homogenous. Right. Okay. You know what? I've, I've, uh, yeah. Moving to Toronto. Uh, wow. Toronto? Moving to Toronto, um, at 19, I moved to Scarborough and then, uh, from there, Eglinton and then downtown Toronto. So I've been in like, in Scarborough, I lived in that kind of area and it was very, very much that. In Scarborough, you lived in an area that's just like the UK. No, that's <laughs> I was the I was the only white I was the only white person in Everybody Scarborough. Everybody had British accents, and there was just it was just like it was such a fucking melting pot. I'm like, like where is this little Britain in Scarborough? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Imagine they had fish. Hey, I'm the only gay in the village. <laughs> that's where Kimora and, and Starzy live. Oh fuck, <laughs> Kathy fucking sparkles. Yeah, is she in Scarborough or is she? Well, never mind. Don't answer that. So when you walked in the workroom, you had. Uh, 51 pins in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? I do. I How do you know? 51. I needed Did I tell pin. you? I needed a pin. And I, I said, hey, Con, can I have a pen? And he said, no. <laughs> I said, Con, you got 51. You just, you like, give me one and you'll have 50. You'll be okay. Girl, it's every queen for herself when you get in that workroom. Like, you can't take your look apart to give it to someone else. Her look was already falling apart, bitch. <laughs> hey, that was my entrance. That was my runway look. No, my, my entrance look was okay. All right? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, your entrance was amazing. And then I actually saw a bodysuit at Value Village. Uh, because uh, I go thrifting on Sundays now. It's like my thing. So I, I was at Value Village. I saw this bodysuit. It looked just like her fucking entrance. Oh, really? And I almost bought it. That's I was crazy. totally going to buy it, but I, I always buy shit like that. And then it sits in my fucking closet <laughs> for four years and then I throw it out. Yeah. I'll make that a first day of filming it. when we did the entrances was like, that was my favorite day. That was the most fun I had on Drag Race. Yeah. The I hated that. are really fun. I loved it. I loved it. And I love just like, the, like, looking at each other, being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're here. Them trying to, like, shut us up and stop us from talking, but, like, all of us just being so excited yeah. and being so, like, starstruck by all the cameras and all the lights. And, yeah. And, yeah, and we were just like, this is the first season. Like, this is oh, yeah. insane. And I, you know what? And with me, it's like, I didn't have the confidence. I was so stressed out and so saucer-eyed and so unconfident the entire time. Um, that I didn't get to enjoy it in that really? sense. Like, I really, like, oh, fuck. I know going into All-Stars, I just really hate that, too, because I would fucking need to be perfect. But I know, like, going in, I would be, like, more confident and being like, okay, I'm really not, like, utter queens this time, okay? <laughs> I feel I'd be the opposite. I feel like watching you, I was, like, so envious of how funny you were and how... You had, like, jokes and gags prepared. I never even thought of, like, preparing little jokes and reads and stuff like you did. Like, I was just so amazed by everything you did. If I had gone back again, I feel like my flaw going in the first time was I was too confident. I was, like, in my mind, like, I had the whole season already filmed and scripted in my head. And I was like, I'm going to make top three and this and this and that. But if I were to do it again, I would really just go in to have fun and not have any expectations and go in thinking, okay, I could go home first, but I'm just going to like have fun. That's how I feel about it too. And I always think about like, what are the aspects of things that you can control and what Mm -hmm. can you not control? You know, because at the end of the day, like you can do your best, but it doesn't matter. Like things happen. So like, I always think like, 
if I ever were to do another season or what I would tell anyone who's doing Drag Race is like, bring a sickening entrance look, a sickening promo look, and a sickening finale look. And beyond that, like, you know, do your best, but like make sure those three things are absolutely amazing because those are the only things you can control, you know? That's a great point. That's kind of how I feel about it. Do you think you would ever want to go back? I think I would. Right after, if you had asked me this, like right after the season aired, I probably would have said no because I was like, I I was just like not really happy with it because yeah, it horrible. really like took a toll on me. But now that it's been long enough, um, I, I I look back on it with fondness. I I'm glad I did it, and I would do it again. And like I said, I would just have fun with it. Me the too. Time around. Yeah. How about you two? Yeah, I feel I feel pretty much the same way. Yeah, I wa- I want to like I really just really want my redemption and i just mm-hmm. you know we all we, we're all the fucking stars of our own lives and we right. all and we all have the fantasy that we're going to go back and win and yeah but it's up mm-hmm. to you know it's not even it's not up to us at all um but i really i really resonate with what you said about like moving past your unhappiness with the show and everything and like it's it must be weird because like i kind of experienced something like that like is like the show kind of kind of dragged you and then you just kept it just constantly constantly went and kept going and like like nothing was happening you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. and it just kind of like left you in the dust a bit so i i kind of understand that oh i do understand that and i empathize that must have been really shitty especially during covid like because we're like stuck in our apartments you're you being in the uk huh uh <laughs> i was making it i wasn't in the uk when my when my episodes were premiering oh no i was at home <laughs> oh that's cool i was yeah. at home my first fucking my premiere party I did. Oh my god! I got paid sixty dollars, and I used that to pay for the poster. They paid you sixty dollars for that? Yeah, because it was on the it was on a patio. Chrissy, fucking oh, did, uh, buzz that name out or bleep that name out. Honestly, fuck him. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Chrissy. Anthony, bleep the name for the public version. For the uncensored version, you can keep it in. Um, <laughs> no, keep it in the public version. What is he? Yeah, gonna do? what is he gonna who cares, do? Honestly, who gives not a fuck? book me, you fucking loser, <laughs> girl. Oh my god. Well, anyway, thank you so much for joining us. We've had such a great time talking to you as always. I love you, kind. I feel for like having I'm, me. Sorry, I'm not as energetic. I feel like normally I'm. I'm more like no. Wow, this was wow, good. Wow. I feel like we had a really good interview. We talked about a lot of like. Your you know, stuff, Eve, and... We talked about me a lot, which is always great. Um, I love talking about you, Eve. <laughs> okay, Klein, I wanted to ask you one question about Drag Race before we, we sign off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so out of all of your looks that you brought, what was your favorite runway that I had? My favorite <laughs> runway that you had. I loved I loved your pageant runway. That I, I don't think you got to show it. The one with the poo stain. I didn't I show it. Good. Okay, here's the tea. Actually, we talked about this before. So... Um, my pageant runway, actually, my finale gown was supposed to be the pageant runway gown. Oh, yeah. So we have talked about this before. Yeah. But... Thanks. I'm the same. I, the thing I wore at the finale, I was going to wear at the pageant. Because they were both just, like, masses yeah. that I had. And I was like, oh, Did this you is see Drag Race Philippines, the, um, the challenge with that kind of dress? I forget what it's called. The turn dress? Yes. Turn up yeah, dress? Yeah, I'm loving Drag Race Philippines. Are you guys watching? It's so good, bitch. It's so good. Yeah, I love good. it. It's so good. It's really amazing. Like, I actually am so gagged by it because, like, it's a really uphill battle. Like, we we know this as being on an international version of Drag Race. It's definitely an uphill battle to try and get the, you know, American attention and get the world's attention, you know? But the Philippines, like, 
Huh? Did they talk about that? Like, no. Oh, they're just they're no. just kicking ass. But they're this is just okay. this is just Eve's inner monologue. You know. No, that. but it's it's just like amazing to watch them. Like it makes me so proud of all of them, and they're like they're really cool. Like they're all like on Twitter and like really fun girls, and like <laughs> I love them. They're awesome. They're fun girls. Who's your favorite on that show? Um, my favorite was Venus Deluxe. Me so too. Ah, oh, same bitch. I'm so mad they sent her home, but then I guess I heard, I haven't watched the episode yet, but I heard that she had like an injury, so basically yeah. they had to. But like, oh, that makes me so sad because I really saw her winning. Like, I saw her or Marina, um, or Brigading winning. Yeah. Brigadine. I lo- those three I love. Yeah, it's such a shame to win because I mean, what I love about her is be- that she represents like what I love about drag and what I love about Boa, which is that. You guys have concepts. You guys have jokes. Mm-hmm. I feel like so much of drag nowadays is just like people with like looks. Yeah. Right? Like here's well, my hair and here's my wig and here's my outfit. But like I want to see the jokes. I want to see the comedy. I want to see I love you. stuff that's really thought out and conceptual. And that's um, what I love about Venus. I also want to yeah. say, wait, I also want to say like when we chatted, you mentioned it really perspective is so huge because because when me and Kyan were hanging out one day. I was saying, Kyan, you have this amazing life and like you're traveling and you're, and you're doing your TikToks and <laughs> no, you're, you know what I mean? It's like, you're fucking huge on TikTok. You're so famous. You're, you're fucking married now. You have a home base in the UK and Canada. I was like, that's fucking amazing. Like I look at you and I'm like, I want like, like that's like, that is something I would aspire to be. Um, and you said that you're like, Boa, I look at you the same. Like I literally, wish I had your life and I wish that I was as outgoing as you are and da, 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 da. and it's really like it's just really crazy like to sit with somebody and, and like kind of say that to each other and really and really I guess what's the word um understand I don't fucking know I'm high well like show appreciation for each other yeah and, and like and yeah. like seriously like mm-hmm. and the reason I because like, the reason I did all those gags was because I was like I just had no confidence. I was like, "This what they want me here is for the wild card. I'm not. I'm the filler queen. I have to just do." You feel like you have to fill the space and you have to make. The yeah. Jokes. So I always so with every runway I had, especially because I was lacking in the money, mm-hmm. I really wanted to make sure I created some type of noise. Mm-hmm. The episode three though was human hair, so and I did <laughs> on your <laughs> on your crotch on my pussy. Kind of one more question for you. Um, when I come to DragCon UK, do you have a guest bedroom for me? <laughs> Unfortunately not. I, I wish I want to come to DragCon UK, but I won't I won't be there. Plus my Aww. my husband's family is up in the north, which is far, far away from London. Kind when Aww. I come in when I come visit you in Canada, can do you have a master bedroom that I can stay in with you and your husband? <laughs> no. Oh wow! Drag my ass. Rejected. Rejected. But you guys Rejected. are to, you guys are welcome to come to Kitchener. I'd love to host you here. Kitchener? Oh fuck, I have to clean my kitchen. Anyways. And on that note, <laughs> thank you, Kine. Thank you so much for joining us. We had such a great time interviewing you. We love you so much. And we would love to know, where can we find you? Where can you find me? You can find me at OnlineKine on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, and YouTube. Amazing. Well, we will definitely be checking you out. Thank you so much, Kine. We cannot wait to have you back um, when I beat you in All-Stars. Love you. Yay. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Death Becomes She, Her. And as always, we want to give a special shout out to our funeral directors, without whom this podcast would not be possible, starting with Sharon, Sailor AMD, and Georgina. Thank you, guys. We love you. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Make sure to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash dbshpod, where you can receive early access, uncensored podcasts, get access to audience polls, and if you subscribe as a funeral director, you will get a shout out every week at the end of the podcast. And guess what? You guys can also follow us on social media at dbshpod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at allaboutEve6000 and Twitter at allsoaboutEve and also TikTok at allaboutEve6000. And you can find me on Twitter and TikTok at bitchonarrival and Instagram at boa the drag queen. I'm Boa. And I'm Eve6000. Boo, Boo for, for now. now.